0: Podcast three: Finding revelation in our personal lives is to discover or perceive a surprising and or previously unknown fact through divine or supernatural disclosure. It can be an event, dream, vision, or miracle made known in subtle or dramatic ways. In order to experience revelation, we must discern what is happening in our spirit through exchange, and interaction with people, nature, and the connection to our surroundings. Then translate this information into revelation through scriptural knowledge. The revelation will contain and reveal a divine truth that is communicated to us through the understanding of God's guidance and warnings. It may be something he reveals to us through an act of protection, or enlightenment, or by revealing spiritual wisdom through a dream, vision, or miracle. My mission is to express to you the importance of being aware and receiving this divine assistance. We all must have an understanding and the knowledge of how God works in our daily lives as revealed in scripture. We can gain insight by telling each other our experiences. They become a powerful medium in which we can learn and grow. Understanding these messages can help strengthen our resolve when times are difficult. This story depicts my personal testimony of my dreams, visions, and miracles that the Spirit of the Lord told me to record. Revelation has come slowly through the years, and I now understand that God opens our eyes when the time is right. My husband Jim and I had won a vacation in Hawaii in 2005. We chose to go to Maui. Providence put us on the island, and God's hand was upon us. One morning, during our prize adventure, we took the road to Hana and back. The scenery was magnificent. The weather, spectacular. The experience in the tropical environment can only be described as magical. As we returned from the road to Hana, we drove along the highway, heading back to our hotel. The tires punched the water from the potholes as we bounced along in our rented convertible Jeep. The mid-afternoon rain in Maui had just passed, leaving clouds of steam hovering over the narrow two-lane highway. We turned off the main highway to look for a shortcut through the foothills back to our hotel. The first cutoff was a small rural road with an open field to the left and an incline heading south along the side of the hill to the right. As we started to climb, two rainbows appeared over a field on the horizon in the east. I'm always captivated and excited to see rainbows, so I kept my eyes on them as Jim drove the jeep up a winding ascent until the two rainbows were no longer visible. As we continued along the country road, I noticed only a few scattered houses that now dotted the country lane. Within a short distance, we came to a roadblock. The dirt road ahead had been washed out, and a sign was posted, No Trespassing. Road Closed. Residents Only. We sat for a moment trying to decide whether we should take our chances and continue forward or turn around. Jim argued it was for this very reason we had rented the Jeep to tackle the off-road terrain. I, on the other hand, was feeling more cautious, reminding him about the last time we had ignored a road close sign. It had been when we were driving a four-wheel drive Nissan Pathfinder at June Lake Loop during the winter when the snow was at its highest. We almost slid into the lake. It took us more than three hours to complete what should have been a half hour drive. He reluctantly conceded and turned the Jeep around. Within a minute or two of backtracking, one of the rainbows came back into view. To our amazement, the end of that rainbow had turned and planted itself right in the middle of the road. Jim stopped the Jeep as we contemplated what we should do next. We agreed to say our blessings. Then, while holding hands, we rolled through the rainbow very slowly. Neither of us had ever heard of anyone encountering the end of a rainbow. A rainbow is most often viewed as a circular arc in the sky made from a collection of suspended droplets of water in the atmosphere. With its organic shape, it is geometrically rare that we encounter the end of a rainbow because of the way it's formed. We must be able to see the water droplets from just the right angle to observe the different colors that the droplets are reflecting. Whenever someone is looking at a rainbow, the sun is directly behind that person and the rain is in front. So seeing the end of the rainbow seemed quite remarkable. Especially considering the rare double rainbow we had just seen minutes before on the other side of the road arced at a different angle. For years after our encounter with the rainbow, I prayed to know its significance and meaning. I had heard about the pot of gold stories. Then I found out the rainbow represents God's covenant with earth. This is the sign or reminder the Lord gave to Noah to help him remember how merciful the Lord was to him. Genesis nine twelve through 16 reads, quote, And God said, This is the sign of the covenant I am making between me and you and every living creature with you, a covenant for all generations to come. I have set my rainbow in the clouds. And it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth, quote. The rainbow also represents the likeness and the glory of Jesus, through whom the new covenant was established at his death and resurrection. Revelation 4.3 says, quote, And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby, a rainbow that shone like an emerald encircled the throne. Little did I know at the time of the events two years earlier would set us on that path that would ultimately lead to our encounter with the rainbow and give me so much revelation. It has brought me even closer to God. As I've done my research, I have felt closer to God. The channels of communication have been wide open. Let me break down my rainbow encounter. I break it down like I would a dream or vision experience. First of all, we were riding in a Jeep. Any vehicle can symbolize how we are moving through our life. A Jeep indicates that what is currently needed is a more rugged and no-nonsense approach to our choices. The Jeep can also signify spiritual warfare. Now remember, at this time, I had no idea what this experience meant. It would take me many years down a guided path to understand what God was showing me on that day. The Jeep was a four-wheel drive. We had the capability to take the road less traveled. But yet the decision was made to turn around. When we drive off the traditional path, it can mean that our lives have taken a very sudden and very unexpected turn. It can also mean that there is fear of losing control in some situations. Secondly, there were two rainbows. The number two means to be a witness or give testimony. The rainbows represent a covenant or promise from God. The rainbow also represents God's glory. Then came the roadblock, which could represent a delay or waiting for the timing of God or an ambush warning. Go back from where you came. It also indicates a potential physical heart or artery issue. I'll be covering that in a future podcast. Looking back and trying to put the pieces together in the message that was being sent, I could only piece it together many years later. If the Jeep was signifying spiritual warfare and the encounter with the rainbow happened in 2005, this might be a warning or prelude for events to come. In 2009, I was diagnosed with stage 3 breast cancer after the devil had come to me in a vision or dream. Again, I'll be explaining this one in a future podcast. And my husband fell off the roof, breaking his back, arm, and dislocating his shoulder in 2010. In 2012, he had to have a triple bypass operation with the fourth artery already calcified and it couldn't be saved maybe this is what we were being warned about. The four-wheel drive could represent a ministry that does not have to stay on the road or traditional path. I believe now that writing my books, speaking, and having a podcast of my experience with dreams, visions, and miracles is a ministry that definitely is not taking a traditional path. With the help of the internet, I am able to share my information and give my testimony to anyone that will listen. That is a wide reach of people. There were two rainbows on that day in Maui. The number two means to be a witness or give a testimony. And the rainbows represent a covenant or promise, God's glory. The rainbow represents God's promise to us that he will never destroy the world again with water. Instead, he made a second covenant. He sent his only begotten Son to be sacrificed for our sin. I was given another vision or dream of Jesus coming to me and the rainbow striking his foot. I will go through this in a later podcast. Rainbows contain seven spirits, which are before the throne of God. This signifies a sevenfold ministry of the Spirit. It is written that the seven colors of the rainbow represent the seven spirits. Of God the Greek word for spirit is pneuma, to breathe, blow, and primarily denotes the wind. It is also God's breath. The spirit carried within God's breath is like the wind. it is invisible and powerful. As it's written in Isaiah 11:2 through3, quote, "The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding." the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. End quote. Spiritual wisdom is not only knowing what's good for us, but we must apply that knowledge to our everyday life. The word of wisdom is a spiritual gift listed in 1 Corinthians 12.8. Quote, to one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. Quote. Then there was the roadblock we encountered at the end of the country lane, which means delay, or waiting for the timing of God, a warning of an ambush, or go back from where you came. Here is the one that caught my attention, and that's the potential physical heart attack, or artery issue. I believe that we were being warned of things to come. The devil came to me and gave me breast cancer, and my husband ended up having a triple bypass surgery on his heart with the fourth artery being completely calcified, meaning it was dead. When my husband was diagnosed, he was told that he had one artery block at 70%, two others blocked at 90%. How he was still functioning without major issues was surprising to the doctors. His heart is extraordinarily strong. His father died at 52 from a major heart attack. My dreams, visions, and miracles that have been connected to traumatic events in our lives have been preludes of things to come and have manifested themselves in ways that I could never have imagined to be possible. My testimony is to God's glory. And how he guided us through these trials and tribulations. All we had to do was listen. Even though I had no clue what was to come, I always knew that God was with me. He left no doubt in my mind. Going through these traumatic life events never wavered me. In the book of Job, the story explains that we don't always know the reason why, but we are to keep our faith and trust in the Lord. At the very worst, I will end up with him. How can that be so bad? In the book of Job, God had a conversation with Satan. He starts out by asking him where he's been, and he answers, quote, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking up and down on it. The book of Job explains how we live in an amazing world that is not designed to prevent suffering. When we have a relationship with God, we need to trust his wisdom. We should express humility. Character and repentance when we are struggling. God will honor our struggle and honesty. This is the way to process through life's biggest struggles with prayer. It is futile in most cases to try to figure out the reasons for our suffering because the reasons that we come up with are too simple and can lead us to accuse God with limited evidence. Instead, we need to bring our pain and grief to God and to trust that God will care. Since being diagnosed with stage 3 breast cancer in 2009, I've written one fiction book, and I've also been writing about my personal experience. The two tie together as I am a witness and as I give my testimony. In my fiction book, Tatman, a famous and successful plastic surgeon, wakes up one morning covered head to toe with tattoos. Because he didn't acquire these tattoos through the normal method of having them inked on his skin for purposes such as a memorial for someone he loved or a symbol to remind him of an event or a special commemoration or possibly an interest or hobby. Instead, my character in this book must figure out the meaning of these tattoos in the opposite order. How did he get them? What do they mean? The character finds that the process is a mental, and spiritual battle of being able to put himself on the right road back to a normal life this analogy of experiencing an event and then having to look back and process the mental and spiritual battles of my life are used as the basis to write about my character struggles these struggles are the struggles we have every day how did i get here what did i do to deserve this how could i have done something differently Where do I go from here? If we're looking for spiritual growth and preparation for the life to come, we must start acquiring knowledge now and building a relationship with God. Ask yourself, what am I grateful for? How can I open up my world to new possibilities? Challenge my beliefs. Give my testimony. When we give our testimony to each other, it's a powerful medium and help strengthen our resolve. Our testimony can help others overcome the everyday struggles of life and build a relationship with God. I look forward to getting together with you on my next podcast. In the meantime, you can check out my website at livinglifeonhigh.com or you can email me at livinglifeonhigh at gmail.com